Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. Welcome to our podcast, Eternity Viewpoint. We're in James chapter 4 this week. We're talking about friendship and humility. Going to read a few verses at the beginning of the chapter. From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even your lust that war in your members? Ye lust and ye have not, ye kill and desire to and cannot uh, desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight in war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your own lust. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. Do you think that the scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth to envy? But he giveth more grace, wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble." Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Uh, Lost it here a minute. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. Be afflicted, and mourn, and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning, and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. Wars and fightings among you, it's something the world knows all about. There's that greed thing. It comes out every every year. It comes out uh, every season in the athletic realm. Oftentimes, it's, uh, you know, it's quite interesting that uh, there's a small percentage of players in the professional sports world who own, who earn all the money. They are the stars. They're the ones that get the big pay, and then they get these supplemental players to come along and the reality of it is however without those other players they wouldn't have they wouldn't be able to win because they need somebody they can pass the ball to they need somebody who will rebound they need someone who'll uh, play defense and uh, oftentimes it, it's not the big star he's he's the shooter he's the scorer sometimes he's able to do the other things but uh, oftentimes when it comes comes in the area of uh, salary, they want everything they can get. They want all the fringe benefits. They want all the uh, glory and all the praise, the accolades. And uh, oftentimes people get upset. I've seen young people who would not pass the ball to another player because they were afraid that if that person... uh, got the ball and scored, then that would make them not be as good or maybe it would take away some of their time. You know, the important thing as a team is that we're in it for each other. If we're going to play to win, then we have to recognize the ability and the uh, things that that other person is going to give you as well, not just what you're capable of doing, not what you're doing all on your own. And uh, 
but there's always that lust. We got to have something more. And how oftentimes is it we see something in the store and we want it? And I know of a young man who we had led the Lord years ago and when we first started our church, and he went out to California, and he was killed over an iPad that he had, 14 years of age. Well, thank God one day I'll see him in heaven. But, you know, people lusting, people want something that you have. They don't want to pay for it. They just want to take it. We have had recently, uh, there's been a rash of theft of catalytic converters in churches, churches, uh, vehicles, buses, so forth. Uh, Even the food bank recently had a bunch of their catalytic converters stole from their their trucks that they had. And certainly we've dealt with uh, copper pipes being stolen on the church property. And uh, all because of greed, people wanting something more, and they'll take whatever they can. We've had a theft of a laptop, laptop, theft of uh, uh, hand trucks and so forth all taken from the church, uh, sometimes theft of food and other things, even though we're gladly give people what they want, but uh, sometimes it's not enough. But there's that constant lusting, and people are willing to do go to uh, just unbelievable measures in order to get what they want. You know, we've seen world wars started because of uh, someone wanting to take over the con- another country. We know that they battling the Middle East over there is over. Uh, certainly, as we come down to these last days, there's going to be issues regarding uh, the minerals that are in the Dead Sea. And certainly, I've had the opportunity to travel there and to uh, be in the Dead Sea. And uh, the, the the mineral wealth there is just incredible, just unbelievable, beyond belief. And yet, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to... Uh, world wars uh why just because of the greed that people have and so people are gonna they want it they can't get it so they're gonna fight in war for it and uh reality is you know whatever we need the lord tells us my god shall supply all our need according to his riches and glory by christ jesus so god knows whether it's important for us to have it or not if it is something we need, we have a Savior that we can go to and ask him for it. Remember David with Bathsheba and how he sinned and lusting after this woman. And the Bible says at that particular time, if he had, God could have given him that which he needed, but he wanted something more. And certainly, so oftentimes, people want something that they shouldn't have. And we know in the book of Genesis, the, the Adam and Eve, they had everything they could ever imagine. They had the whole world. It was all theirs. And God just said, hey, there's just one tree in the garden I don't want you to have a part of. The Bible says, it talked about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The Bible says you're not to take of it, because if you do, you surely die. They had everything else, but yet they wanted that. What is that? That's lust again. The Bible says in the book of James, Then when lust hath conceived, it bringeth forth sin, and sin, when it is finished, bringeth forth death. Temptation seduced by the lust when it's finished it bringeth forth death sin and death we don't need to be a part of that and uh, but why do people do it because they want to just consume whatever they can upon their own lust the bible says ye adulterers and adulteresses know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity with god whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of god you know what? You want to you have your cake, you might say, and eat it too. You got to have 
just a little bit more than what you have. And uh, sometimes in an effort to appease everyone, you, you certainly don't please God. So we need to be asking God, Lord, you direct me and guide me. Yes, I want to be a friend. I want to draw people to the Savior. But if that friendship with that individual is going to cause me to stumble, then I can't do that. I need to make sure that I'm pleasing God. I'm staying close to him. I'm honoring him with my life. Might make somebody else upset with me. Might make me a narrow-minded bigot. But I need to at times just take a stand and say, okay, I'm going to please God in this area. Uh, I'm not going to please the world. I'm not going to be a friend of them. Uh, I'd rather be I'd rather be a friend of God than an enemy of, of of God. The Bible says, Do you think that the Scripture saith in vain, the spirit that dwelleth in us lusteth envy? Uh, you know what? When you think about that, of course, we know generally envy is is thought of as a negative thing, but if you're envious for the things of God, the things that are right, if you're just desiring the best of your ability to be the most closest to God that you possibly can be, that's a different story. But in this particular case, it's talking about uh, that carnal problem that we have, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of the life. That's not anything that's pleasing to God. Well, how do we... How do we Stay away from that. The Bible says, There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you're able, but will with the temptation also make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. So, uh, yeah, that's the route we're headed. That's where we'd go without God's help. But we, the Bible says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee. Show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Cry unto me. And I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. The Bible says he giveth more grace. Uh, grace is God rich, God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace is available to each of us because what Jesus Christ did for us by dying on the cross. And he'll give us everything that we need. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. You know, someone says, well, yeah, I can, I can make it on my own. I'm a very uh, wonderful preacher. I'm powerful. I mean, I should be drawing all sorts of people to hear me. And you know what? Each of us would love to have more people listen to us. I'm always trying to get more people to listen to my podcast. And I've got to make sure that it doesn't become a pride thing because the whole whole reasoning behind the podcast is to bring people to a saving knowledge of Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's to build up believers. It's to maybe offer something uh, practical in the Christian life that, that can help one person grow in their faith. It's not to be something that I stick out my, uh, pull out my shirt on my chest and, you know, say, well, look at me. I'm somebody great. No, it's not that. It's, it better not be that. So we need to guard, as the Bible says, guard our hearts. He giveth more pride, grace, that wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Oh, do we need the grace of God. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found, was blind, but now I see. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Through many 
uh, toils. Uh, I, I've forgotten some of that, but when we've been there 10,000 years by shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. The wonderful grace of Jesus, greater than all my sin. How can my tongue describe it? Where can shall his praise begin? Taking away my burden, setting my spirit free, for the wonderful grace of Jesus reaches me. What a wonderful grace that we have. Saving grace. Grace that builds up. Grace that's sufficient for us. That's strength in our weakness. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves. That means we have a master. The Bible says we can serve two masters, but, excuse me, we cannot serve two masters, but we're going to serve either God or Satan. Lord, help us to serve you. Help us to resist the devil. Help us to submit ourselves, to put ourselves under your control, as the Bible says, but sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you of the reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and in fear. So we submit ourselves to God. We resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Uh, you know what? The only way we're going to be able to resist them is through the power of God. It says, Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded. We shouldn't want to be closer to anybody. Than we need to get as close to God as we possibly can. And we're just begging him, Lord, uh, as David said, create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a right spirit within me. And don't take away your spirit from me. Of course, we know when we're born again that we have the spirit of God living inside of us. But we need to want to have more of him and less of ourselves. And then it says, uh, cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Oh, we think today we, we have so much emphasis on washing our hands and sanitizing them because of the COVID virus. But how much more important is it to cleanse our hands as sinners and say, God, uh, make sure my heart is clean before you. Help me not to be double-minded. Help me to set my affections on you. Help me to do those things. The Bible says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. We're told in the book of Philippians about the need to uh, peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and a God of peace shall be with you. So we're thinking on the things of God. We're asking him to help us. Bible says, be afflicted and mourn and weep. Let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to heaviness. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. You know, it's sad sometimes when we lose a loved one or we see someone else that suffers great loss. 
and we don't know how we can help them, but the Bible says we can emphasize, empathize with them. We can be uh, sympathetic. We can pray for them. We can ask for God to show himself real to them in their times of struggle, in their difficulty. If we'll do that, uh, God will use us. The Bible says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. God bless you, and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.